You're listening to Radio Influence. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. Um, starting to get used to this Victory Monday thing. Uh, the Buccaneers figure out a way to win four in a row. Um, for those of you that have been Buck fans for a long time, I hope you're starting to see the transformation of a team that is tired of losing. We remember when it happened under Tony Dungy, and that would have been 1990. It would have been towards the end of 1996, which was my last year here in Tampa Bay, where the Bucks started to win games and started to believe in themselves and start to go on that football field expecting to win. It's been a long time since the Bucks have stepped on a football field expecting to win. And I think that's where they are right now. And I've told you guys, you know, I watched, I've watched every snap of Buccaneer football since I remember. And, I told you guys it was mid mid season, maybe maybe a little bit before that. That when I'm watching film, they ain't far away. They were not far. They were losing every game, but they weren't far away from creating something. I saw guys flying around the field. I saw guys playing with effort. I saw guys pissed off from losing. I also saw some young football players that have a lot of learning to do. And a lot of these young football players that you know were playing young early in the season are starting to make, you know, some moves here in the back end of the season. And, you know, the Buccaneers look different than they did early in the season. Now, we can sit here all day and talk about Jameis Winston. And listen, if you're if you're not a Jameis Winston fan, that's fine. But if you're not a Jameis Winston fan and you're a Buccaneer fan, then you might as well turn off the Buccaneers for next year and a bit because he's going to be a quarterback. Uh, I mean, to not be a Jameis Winston fan, it's fine. He's done, he's done a lot of bad things here. He really has. But... If you care about the Buccaneers, it's time to get on the bandwagon. He's also done things that other players have not done in the history of the NFL. He's starting to do some dumb stuff. If you talk about yesterday's game and you bring up that interception, then you don't want him to succeed because that's a great play by a defensive player and a great defensive call. He ran into that last week as well against the Colts. And listen, I know I've seen Jameis throw umpteen interceptions. I get it. But if you didn't see what was happening in between that interception yesterday, you're not watching because there's a lot of brilliance. There's not a little bit of brilliance. There's a lot of brilliance happening in between that one interception yesterday. The Buccaneers pretty much uh, trounced the Lions 38-17 going away. The game got a little hectic towards the end. But, you know, I like what I saw offensively. I like what I saw defensively. Um, wasn't perfect by any means. But for the Buccaneers to play a second half football and, you know, pretty much, you know, most of the game without Mike Evans, without Chris Godwin, without their left tackle and still put up a bunch of yards and a bunch of points. Uh, yeah, that's a lot now. It's a lot. You can't take the number one and two receiver and left tackle off of many teams and still score a lot of points. The Buccaneers figure out a way to do that. And. You know, there has been questions of Jameis Winston and can he throw the long ball? That's why they got rid of Deshaun Jackson. Boy, he's throwing some gems this year. He He's getting that ball down the field. Perriman looked like Jerry Rice yesterday. Early this season, people wanted to cut Perriman. 
Let's cut him. We'll get a fifth round pick. And then what? What about this year? Perriman's out there. He had five catches, 131 yards, three touchdowns. His dad is a former Lions player, so I'm sure he was, uh, it was fun for him to watch that. But you're starting to see OJ Howard. You're starting to see Perriman, uh, Watson, some of these names you've been waiting all year. Today's episode of In the Trenches is brought to you by CBS Sports HQ, the brand new streaming sports news network. It's live 24-7 and costs you absolutely nothing. That's right. It's sports coverage that's always on and always for free, and they mean always. CBS Sports HQ, basically the coverage is always focused on the game, tons of highlights, breaking news as it happens, fantasy advice, and something that's obviously deep to all of us. It's gambling, and I'll the gambling picks and analysis to get the edge and that's what it's all about everybody loves to watch football and enjoy the game but you know we're, we're a lot of us gamble on it and i think you need some of the insides and that's what you get from cbs sports hq so that's something you have to take advantage of you just have to download the cbs sports app on your phone or either apple tv roku fire uh, tv and other connected device of any type to watch cbs sports hq no fake debates just sports for real f- uh, sports fans and a great price of absolutely free you don't even have to log in or sign up for anything download the cbs sports app and watch cbs sports hq today you're also starting to see Todd Bowles defense, you know, forming in front of us. They're an aggressive, that's an aggressive defense. And they're getting after people. Is it perfect? Nope. But is it aggressive? Yep. In the next year, when these guys come back and you hear a lot of these same names, this is going to be a confident bunch. They're turning into a confident bunch. Sean Murphy bunting, once, once again, pick six in his hometown. It's good shit. You know, he's been picked on a little bit this year. Um, starting to make some plays. You don't want to lose a football game to Blau or Blow or whatever the hell that quarterback's name was, who I'd never heard of before. You know, he threw the ball 43 times and had 260 yards passing. That's not a bad situation. That's a lot of throwing for 260 yards. Two interceptions, which was wonderful. And they we gave up. And this is the thing that is saving this Buccaneer team. Nobody can run the ball a lick on this team. We gave him 45 yards rushing yesterday, and half of it was uh, the quarterback. So nobody runs the ball on the Buccaneers. You just don't. And when you can't run the ball on somebody, it makes it tough to win games because you're going to give up sacks. You're going to make big play. You're going to give up big plays, and that's what we did yesterday. Now, the Buccaneers are a weird offense as well because they can't run the football at all. Like, they don't try much. But they, when they try, it's awful looking. You know, Jameis threw the ball quite a bit yesterday. Got sacked a couple of times. Wasn't that bad. I thought pass protection was pretty good for the most part. Uh, another thing, for those of you that, you know, think Donovan Smith isn't worth the money that he got, that other schlep that they put over there, number 72, uh, was making Donovan Smith worth every last penny. He's not a good football player. You know, a left tackle. You got a left tackle. Who can play? You got to pay him his money. Hopefully Donovan Smith gets back soon. The only, the question I have for this team is, okay, we can't run the football. In the offseason, are we going to go after different linemen? Are we going to go after different running backs? Are we going to run a different system? Because if you come back to save, it's going to be the same results. Because I'm not sure that Ronald Jones or Peyton Barber are that guy. I like Peyton Barber's running back as a number two. 
not as a number one. Ronald Jones is not a number one. He's also a number two or three. He's not a number one. We don't have a number one running back on our team. You don't need a number one running back to run the football, though. You can run the football. We just, we don't run the football efficiently, almost to the point where you don't even want to waste your time. You don't want to waste your time on first down and you end up being second and 11 because you lost a yard running the football. Because Jameis could throw that thing. Jameis is throwing it out there. With Evans and Godwin out for the last bit of the season, Jameis did what he had to this year to prove to the world that he's a starting quarterback. There's no doubt. With Evans and Godwin out for the last two games, I wouldn't put too much stock in those last two games because you don't know what could happen with your number one and number two receivers out. But let's see if this team figures out a way to win one out of the last two or, God forbid, two out of the last two. JPP talked about you know winning out about four weeks ago, and they won four games in a row, and we laughed. Doesn't matter if we laugh. Doesn't matter what we think. It's what they think. And obviously those guys think that they could win now. And Shaq Barrett's out there, 16 and a half sacks, tied to great Warren Sapp. Uh, he'll probably get that record before the season's over. But um, another thing the Buccaneers need to figure out is you need to figure out a way to make, to get a good feel in that locker room. You know what? Give it a good feel. Give Shaq Barrett some money. Give him some money. He deserves it. He, he deserves the money. You guys have that reputation of being a little been cheap. Let's go into the offseason and change the feel a little bit. Like, okay, the Buccaneers are changing. You know, it's changing there. We can change the feel. You could change the feel of an organization. Like, think of the light, think of what the Lightning have done. Okay. You know, you can change the feel. The feel's not great right now. Okay. The Bucs have won four in a row. Uh, going into next year already, I could see everything. Uh, being extremely optimistic for any fans out there. And Bruce Arians, uh, he's been pretty straightforward with us all season long, saying, okay, we're not there yet, but we're getting there. This kid's not good yet, but he's getting there. He's not going to lie to us. And this young football team is getting better by the second. And this Buccaneer team that's averaging almost 29.7 yards a game. uh, I'm sorry, 29.7 points a game. 30 points a game. The Buccaneers, that's third in the NFL, just behind Baltimore and San Francisco, who are out of their freaking minds. Both of them. It's ahead of Kansas City. It's ahead of New England. It's ahead of Seattle. It's ahead of New Orleans, Houston. The Buccaneers, 27 and 34.7 on the road. It's unheard of. It's unheard of right now. So we'll see how this season ends up. But as is right now, if the Bucks end up being 500 or 9-7 and seven towards the back end of the season, this is going to be, you know, a, a popular, sexy pick next year for a team that figure out a way to make the playoffs because this is what Bruce Arians did everywhere he was before, and he's doing it now, and he's always figuring out a way to turn things around in the next year. So our quarterback's established. Our offense is established. Our play callers established. Our defense is coming. Defensive backs are coming around and starting to play some good football. We're rushing the pass a little bit better. And uh, here's where we are. And I don't think it's a very bad, bad place. And that's that's cool. And if anybody wants to get in contact with me, it's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. Make sure you're listening to all my other podcasts as well. But uh, this is where I talk about the, our beloved Buccaneers and all the things going on. And uh, sometimes other things happen in the NFL as well. But I appreciate you guys listening in. Let's hope we're talking about five victories in a row. Uh, the Texans are going to be tough. 
but uh, they're beatable. They're very, very beatable. Everybody enjoy their week, and please be safe. Go Bucks. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Morning Show is back. Hi, it's MJ. Join me along with Froggy and Fester. We're going to bring you up to speed on what's been happening since our last show. We'll even reveal never-before-heard stories from the past, including some infamous controversies. This is the great MJ Morning Show that you remember. With regular new episodes, we'll even have some of the crazy cast of characters on, like Dave the Dwarf and more. The all-new MJ Morning Show podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, on the iHeartRadio app, and RadioInfluence.com.